Hello everyone and welcome back to Double FM Sports. I am Ethan Fager and this is another edition of This Is The Utah Jazz Show. I said I wanted to make this a weekly thing and I'm trying to hold to it so I'm, I'm two weeks strong right now so we'll see how long that goes. So again, probably going to be five to ten minute episode um, just recapping the Steelers, Alabama football, Duke basketball, and Utah Jazz um, week over the past week. So let's get started. We'll start off with the NFL and Oh boy, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I don't really know where to start with this. Obviously, if you're if you weren't in the loop of the past week NFL, um, the Steelers tied the winless Detroit Lions sixteen to sixteen in what was one of the most ugly games of football I think I've ever seen as a Steelers fan. Now, granted, let's state out the obvious before Ben Roethlisberger was not the starting quarterback of this game. Instead, Mason Rudolph was. Big Ben, Big Ben has um. Had COVID, reported symptoms, all that. He may play. I don't know. I'll get into that in a little bit. But, yeah, 16-16. to 16, um, Even though Najee Harris played well, and so did Chris Boswell, making three of three field goals in bad weather, including a 50-plus yarder. Overall, the game was just a very sloppy, especially on the run defense of the Steelers, allowing over 200 rushing yards. Um that's not going to win you, considering that the quarterback, Jared Goff, only threw 114 yards. So it just goes to show, Detroit was so one-dimensional in this game, yet the Steelers could not stop it. DeAndre Swift had 33 carries for 133 yards. Thirty, They ran the ball 39 times in total, and only threw it 25. Whereas the Steelers, they threw the ball 50 times, and only ran the ball 29 times. Mason Ruff completed more passes than the Steelers ran the ball. So that just goes to show what a one-dimensional offensive lines were. And it, it, it I mean, it, it seemed like it worked. And, you know, it just, it worked out for them. Luckily, the Steelers, they the Lions missed a game-winning field goal in overtime. The Steelers had a bunch of turnovers as well. So this was, um, this was a very sloppy game indeed as the Steelers look to play and beat the LA Chargers on Sunday night football this Sunday at 8.20 p.m. Obviously, if you keep in touch with the Steelers at all, you know there's a bunch of injuries circling right now, regardless um, whether it's TJ Watt, um, Joe Hayden, Ben Roethlisberger still with COVID, and as well Minka Fitzpatrick with COVID. There's a bunch of concern about who's playing, who's not in that. Also, I forgot to include Chase Claypool into that conversation and Kevin Dotson. So obviously, sat tomorrow or sorry, Saturday is when the final report usually comes out for injuries, who's playing, who's not, all that stuff. So if you want to check, then that's probably the most ideal time to do that. So yeah, Steelers play the Chargers. They're currently five three and one, and obviously looking for a huge win here in LA, which I don't know if I necessarily see happening, but. Let's move on to, yeah, let's go to college football. Alabama Crimson Tide, obviously playing New Mexico State this past weekend, winning easily, I want to say, I believe 59-3. to uh, Yes, correct, 59-3. to um, Obviously, that's not really a shock. New Mexico State was 1-8 coming into this game. They're now 1-9. So not really a shock considering New Mexico State is losing a lot of games to a lot of not-so-good teams. And, you know, they're in Alabama, too. And, you know, Bryce Young, great game, 21 of 23, 270 yards and five touchdowns in this game. Obviously, that's a good stat line whenever you throw more touchdowns than you have in completions. So that was obviously a great 
honestly, in my opinion, a great overall complete win for Alabama, which is, I think, in the last week's episode I talked about, you know, they need to have a complete game, and this was pretty near or as close as you can get almost to a complete game. So, obviously, a very strong showing for Alabama there. Obviously, you expected that, but still. Um, And now, they get a good test of a game against number 21 Arkansas at home um, Saturday at 3.30 on CBS. I always just mention the times just in case you want to watch them. And by the way, the Steelers game is 8.20 on NBC. But I was just in case you want to watch those games, I kind of give you that. Um, so, yeah, that was an interesting interesting game. Um, James Williams, 158 yards on six receptions for three touchdowns. Obviously, James Williams being a very prolific deep threat um, wide receiver, and he showed that um, today. So, I don't know if there's anything else to talk about college football. Obviously, I'll talk about college football playoff rankings. Alabama maintained that number two role behind Georgia as uh, that was pretty much solidified and predicted. So, it'll be interesting to see if they can close out these two games here against Georgia and Auburn, who I mentioned just lost their starting quarterback. And then, if they win that, they presumably play Georgia in the SEC Championship, where even if they lose... There's still a, there's probably honestly still a chance because they're Alabama that they could even get in the playoff as a two-loss team that didn't win the championship. Obviously, if they win the SEC championship with a one-loss, they're going to be in, and I'm assuming Georgia, regardless of that game, will be in as well. Though there is a possibility where two SEC teams get into the playoff, um, and that's just something to keep an eye out for because that very well um, could happen this time around. All right, so we're going to move on to the world of basketball. And we're about halfway through the show. We're going to move on to the the Utah Jazz. We're going to cover the NBA. And, again, a little bit of a rough patch for um, Utah here. They've gone one-on-one one since we've last talked. Obviously, I talked about the Pacers game and the whole incidents that um, revolved around that. Um, they lost 105-111 to versus Miami on Saturday, like a day or two after I recorded this. And on Tuesday, they beat the 76ers 120-85. I should also point out, 76 is obviously very injury-depleted right now. So that was obviously not too much of a shock. And at 9 p.m. tonight, they are going up against Toronto. And a bit of important news is um, fresh new free agent signing Rudy Gay will officially make his season debut or Utah Jazz debut tonight after dealing with a right heel surgery. He will uh, confirm that he will be available at least tonight, Who, how much he'll play. Um, we don't know too much of that yet, but definitely hoping to see some of him. And obviously, you know, new Freighton signing, so excited to see what he can do and what he can provide to this team. So I'll just talk about some of the games that um, Utah has coming up. Obviously, like I said, Thursday at 9 p.m. tonight, they have the Toronto Raptors. Then Saturday, they play the Kings. Monday, they play the Grizzlies, and Wednesday, they play the Thunder, and then Friday and Saturday, they play the Pelicans. So definitely some winnable games there for the Utah Jazz to maybe get back on the track. They're currently 9-5 at the moment, so obviously a, um, a fair amount of wins there will obviously put you in a much better position than 9-5. and five. Still not a bad position, but that's a position nonetheless. Um, Donovan Mitchell averaging almost 25 points a game. Bogey averaging 18, Clarkson 15, Gobert 15, 
Kindly 14. So just some strong numbers there from the Utah Jazz players. Um, and excited to see what this team can do going forward. All right, now time on to the last section. The Duke Blue Devils basketball team um, is in full swing, and I believe I, I, I believe I mentioned the Kentucky game. Yeah, I most certainly did. Um, so Duke has had, I believe, um, three games since we've passed talked. Uh, 86 or 82 to 56, my apologies, 82 to 56 win over Army. Followed by the next night a sixty-seven to fifty-six win over Campbell, and then um, to top it off a ninety-two to fifty-two win over Gardner Webb, and their next game is um, Friday at eight p.m. against Lafayette College. So obviously Duke been in the news recently for obviously not not the greatest reasons. Obviously a couple of players with. Um, DWI, but it seems like everything's getting sorted out in that regard, so I'm not really going to touch on it until, you know, official things have come out, um, because I don't want to make false rumors or false assumptions or anything of that sort. So I'm just going to be talking about the play on the court instead of off the court here. So I'll go look, so we'll start off, um, with the Army game, Wendell Moore Jr. averaging, or has 19, and I'll just go over... The other two games, Campbell, Duke, Bancaro with 18, and I'm just giving the top score of that game, and then Duke Gardner-Webb, Trevor Kills with 18, I believe. Yep. So, obviously some strong wins for Duke there as they look to continue their unbeaten record, and they get they get two, I, I want to call them easy games, and I will, Lafayette and the Citadel, um, and then Friday, November 26, mark your calendars, because they are playing the number one team in the country, Gonzaga, 10.30 p.m. in Las Vegas. I believe the game will be at the T-Mobile Arena. It is. And then they follow that on Tuesday with a game against at Ohio State, who's 19 in the country as of right this instant. So a lot of chances for Duke to play some good teams and, you know, just carry on that momentum that they're building. And I'm excited to see where that ends up for them. So... I don't really know if there's anything too else I'd like to mention on this podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I covered the four teams. Obviously, some games to look out for this weekend, and I, I'm hoping to, you know, like I said, keep this as a weekly thing and just keep talking about, you know, my favorite teams, and we'll see how that, you know, ends up. So I'm excited to keep continuing this. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to sign off here. So signing off for Double FM Sports, I'm Ethan Fager, and... Have a good rest of your day. Thank you.